This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I just watched the Knick game. <laughs> That's all I Well, feel. look on the bright side. At least they didn't blow a 20-point lead tonight or a double-digit lead tonight. No. Never had a double-digit lead tonight. No. Can't blow it if you don't have one, right? They didn't have a lead. <laughs> didn't have a single-digit lead. They didn't have a one-point lead. No. <laughs> they had nothing tonight. This is one of those games, Gordon, where nothing went well. Like, they couldn't shoot. They couldn't rebound. Normally, they rebound better than Bing bong. They, they couldn't hit threes. This was one of those nights that every team goes through, right, Gordon? It's one of those nights that every team has, and you sensed early that this was this could be one of those nights because they were just really sluggish, and Washington was came came out ready to ready to go, like a lot of teams that walk into this building. Gordon again, another home loss for the Knicks. Yeah, this one to me felt very much like the team last year. When we're questioning the effort, how are you not ready to play the game? It just seemed like the effort right away. You got the the, the message loud and clear. I mean, they could not throw the ball in the ocean. Uh, the the effort level was not where it needed to be. Uh, and at the end of the day, uh, the NBA where everybody makes a run, the Knicks never really made a run. Really never never got a point of this game where you're like, okay, things are. Cl- I don't know if they can catch up, but. Things are clicking now. It never got to be clicking. The, the, the Wizards seemed to get far easier shots, far less mm-hmm. contested shots than the Knicks did, even when the Knicks were, were desperate to try to come back. So, uh, look, I'm not going to overreact to it. As, I, as you said, it, it's just a bad night. Every team has one. But this one, it was, it was obvious right from the jump. Yeah, you, you got the sense that uh, they had nothing left. And I'm not trying to make excuses for them, Gordon. But eventually, the minutes that these guys are playing is going to catch up with them. I mean, you can't continue to play guys all these minutes the way they've been playing. And, you know, the effort that they're putting in, you know, and, and still expect that you're going to have, you know, the, the same type of output and the same type of execution and crispness that you can expect. The guys are going to be tired. Now, yeah, a lot of it is effort. And you're right. We saw kind of what we saw earlier in the season, right, where they were – not closing out on the threes and not double, not not defending their guys and just just it was just one of those games, Gordon. It was like, ugh. Yeah, this is a flush it kind of game, and uh, yep. you know, in terms of the bench outside of quickly, you got nothing out of the bench again. Uh, I mean, on the night, I mean, you couldn't throw the ball in the ocean in the first quarter. Uh, they took twenty six threes on the night and they missed nineteen of them. They like, missed flush it. They they fl- they uh, missed a third of their free throws. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the, the the old John McKay line about uh, we didn't tackle anybody, but we made up for it by not blocking either. <laughs> it was one of those kind of nights. Yeah, and, and the other John McKay line was that the, the team didn't execute. He says, no, I'm all for it. <laughs> hey, right, right. How do you feel about your team's execution? I'm all for it. <laughs> and so it was the, that's the way it was. It was just one of those nights. Set, and Gordon and I apologize. It's your fault. And let me say it right now. It's your fault. You brought it up, and it's your fault. I apologize. I know where you're going. Yeah, I'm there. I apologize. We just were talking. Mitchell Robinson. Yep. We were just saying the other night. Was it last night, I think? Last night. It only takes one bad step. It only takes one bad play. He's been healthy this year. He's been a big Mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. And immediately. You like like the guy that uh, talks about the field goal kicker not missing a kick all season. Yeah. 
I'm like the guy that said, you know, it's okay. You, you know, for Dallas, you don't, you don't have to worry. They're not going to sign anybody. And then you walk in, and there's a guy signed to the practice <laughs> who's court. This, who's this guy? <laughs> oh, you know who he was. Yeah. All the kickers know each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know who he was. You know, so, I mean, I, there's not really a lot to say about this game, Gordon, to be honest with you. It's, no. it's really, it's, it's just one of those. The, the concern you have, though, is once again, as we've said, when you have one of your guys not scoring, and Julius Randle did not have a good night offensively, no, no. and he's been playing well, so you know every once in a while you get one of those clunkers. But there's nobody, nobody picked up the slack for him. I mean, Brunson was great again with 32, Barrett decent with 21, but nine of 21. Once again, I, I look, Grimes was good, five of 10. It's just they don't have they don't have the extra score that you can depend on. And they're not really efficient, with the exception of Brunson. Guys, they put up – it takes a lot of shots for them to get points. Yeah. And look, as I said, I'm not going to overreact to this game. It feels like anytime something goes wrong with the Knicks, mm-hmm. it's the same old – oh, Julius Randle or Tibbs or Barrett, you know, people just hammering them. It's a really bad performance. But at the end of the day, you know, they kind of hit on something in the post game. In terms of talent, the Wizards are not that much less talented than the Knicks. I know. And and the Knicks are even now after tonight after the the debacle that this was they're twenty five and twenty one the Wizards are nineteen and twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bothersome though that you can't seem to get anything going at home. You'd like to be able yeah, to think that like, at some yeah. point you're gonna yeah. establish something there, and it it seems well they have established something. It's just not what you want to establish. Uh, Porzingis didn't play badly. No, but I don't miss him for some reason. Gordon. No, I, I don't miss no. him. Well, it might be that the Knicks have had so many mistakes over the past 20 years, right? Yes. That is not one that you look back and go, oh, my. You know, there's other ones. Like, oh, if we just had a higher draft pick. Oh, if we just drafted this guy or that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Porzingis, you, you, you could have gotten something more for him by trading him. Mm-hmm. But the yes. actual trading of him, no, I don't think anybody misses him. No, I don't think, I don't think so either. I don't think so. Uh, the interesting thing here, though, is – and just, just looking ahead, Gordon, is, of course, a couple of road games at Atlanta Friday, at Toronto Sunday, so you feel good because they play so well on the road. But then the schedule starts to pick up a little bit. You know, the, the, the fun time they had where, they, where they've taken advantage, really, of some schedule. They could have done a better job. But they, they've been consistent. They've been in games. But as you get to the end of January and start to turn to – February, you start to see Boston and Brooklyn and Miami and Philadelphia and the Clippers and Utah. So you start to see this, you start to see this schedule get a little tougher. And then you begin to wonder as you get closer to the trade deadline, what are they going to be able to do to try to get some more talent on this ball club? Yeah. And the one thing that I heard today, there was a report about uh, Cam Reddish. That the Knicks might be looking to move Cam Reddish and uh, would be willing to take back a, a couple of second-round picks. Or there's one report that uh, Reggie Bullock might be interesting them. Uh, interest they might be interested in bringing Bullock back Reggie back. Bullock. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know, man. That 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 Cam Reddish trade that never made sense at the time. And if you end up trading away him and getting back two second-round picks, <laughs> that's what we're getting. I mean. That, that that's not that, that's not one that uh, Leon will be putting in the in the win column on the resume for a team that really doesn't need draft picks. N- no, <laughs> and, and two second round picks that's the best you can do. Yeah, well then you haven't played him, so nobody knows. Right. Yeah, what, no, of course, nobody knows what he can do. 
So you've, you've sat him. I mean, you've had opportunities to put him in. I get the two short-year rotation, and it works. So there's no, you know, you can't complain about that. But still, there's been times where you could have popped some guys in. I mean, as bad as they were shooting tonight, Gordon, I mean, and listen, I know I know what I'm, I know what I'm about to say, and I know people are going to be like, Larry, are you serious? But the way they, I mean, you might as well look to, to, to Fournier to give you a couple of baskets. Everybody else was missing. You might as well put him in to see what he could do for a couple of minutes. If he doesn't hit anything, you sit him back down. You know, I was just, you know, it's just, um, but like I said, one of those nights for the Knicks. So uh, we'll see what happens as they move on the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the guys with the, the, the breakaway pants, right, getting up off the bench, the Knicks mm-hmm. breakaway pants. If you get on that bench and you're on that bench, yeah, there's no there's no break. The, the, the pants no, are made no. of like cement. <laughs> you know, once you're once you're down at the end of the bench, you can just put on your street clothes because, you know, Derek Rose and Fournier and and Cam Reddish, they're just not going to. I mean, I, what are the, what's the circumstance that they would ever play Cam Reddish again? None. Clearly. <laughs> and you know what None. the funny thing is, is if they ever play Cam Reddish again, he'd be playing 35 minutes a night. There's no question about it. Yeah. There's no question. And, and you wonder, it's like, well, you could have kept Kevin Knox. If you weren't yeah. going to play him, you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, didn't they trade a first-round pick with Kevin Knox? I think they did. So if you that. traded away Kevin Knox and a first, you got back Cam Reddish, and now you're going to take Cam Reddish and trade him away for two second-round picks? It doesn't add up. It's not the greatest asset management in the world. I'll say no, that. No, it's not been good. It's not been good. And and once again, can I get some people? I mean, I, I don't need picks. I mean, what I mean, if you're going to perform, even if you get into the top, Gordon, if you get into the top six, where's your draft pick going to be? Seven, eight, where's that pick going to be? Yeah. Well, I mean, the plan is never to use, I don't think to use the draft pick. It's mm-hmm. to package those picks for yeah, right. some superstar, some mm-hmm. non-existent superstar right now. Yeah. Well, you didn't package them before, so. No. Nope, you could have. Why you gonna package them now? <laughs> well, why you gonna do it now? You, you, I, I think that they thought that they had a little bit more leverage in the game, and then the game turned. They are really starting to realize how the rest of the league looks at them, Gordon. They really are starting to realize that you know the rest of the league just looks at them like you know you don't have a lot, so you have to give up a lot because we know that you need you need players, and we're gonna try to fleece you for as much as we can get. So. You're torn because you don't want to be taken, but on the other side, you need players. Yep, and the high end, the high end guy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, look, I know Randall wasn't good tonight, but he's been he's been mm-hmm. good. Uh, he has been good. You know, uh, I like Grimes. I like uh, uh, I like Barrett, although he has, was not good tonight either. Um, but yeah, they don't have. There's very few times the Knicks step on the floor and they have the most talented player. Very few. Very few. And tonight was not one of them. Yep. <laughs> 1-800-919-3776. We're taking Nick calls. Also, Gordon is getting closer and closer. We're still talking about uh, the Elite Eight in the NFL this weekend. And obviously, all eyes here are on the Giants and Minnesota. Uh, Giants, what they did to Minnesota, looking forward to what they're going to do against Philadelphia. So everybody's trying to figure out what happens there. And so, uh, you know, folks are starting to speak a little bit more. So we'll hear from some... Eagles and some Giants. All that is next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, right next to Super Wild Card Weekend is this coming weekend. 
Yeah, and this is re- you know it's it's dwindling down. We it only is. have seven seven games left in the season. I know. I'm, I'm going to miss football so much. I'm going to miss football, Gordon. The withdrawal is going to be hard. Yeah, and it's it's really uh, it's shaping up to being a, a fantastic finish. It kind of feels uh, a little wide open, right? It does. It really does. It really does. I mean, you got the three monster teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm. It feels like it will be one of those three teams. And then the NFC, it really feels kind of wide open because the Niners got the rookie quarterback. The Eagles yeah. have a quarterback who's been banged up and has played one game in a month. And uh, who knows how this is all going to shake out. Yeah, it is going to be fun. It, it is. It is. I'm looking forward to i tell you this. I'll get to the calls in a second. Gordon, why don't they just stop the Pro Bowl? I mean, this latest idea of what they're doing with the Pro Bowl. I know they're not playing stop. a game. What are they doing again? Is it? Is it like? It's uh, a flag football slash skills competition. You know what I used to love back in the day? Do you remember when they used to have the quarterback competition thing? Like the skills competition yeah, where they have all the quarterbacks the little, yeah. out in Maui. Yes, yes. Uh, and they'd have, you know, Boomer Esiason was out there, Marino and mm-hmm. Warren Moon and Steve Young. Yeah. Uh, to me, that would be far more. Bring that back. Yeah. I love it. I don't that. need the flag football because somebody could still no. get hurt. Right. Uh, Robert Edwards. Remember they were playing <laughs> that, right. that game on the beach that time? Right. The running back? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it was no, never that, the that's same. Never. Never so the same, no. and, and you know he was never the same because he immediately went to Miami. And then he, there was no, there was no, there was no hope for him after that. <laughs> oh man, you are really hard on your team. <laughs> <laughs> they're hard on me, Larry. Trust me, they're hard on me. No matter what I dish out in two hours, I'll need ten hours to dish it all out. <laughs> the years they've taken off my life. I know, but I give you credit. You're hanging in there. Yeah. Well, I, look, I'm not. A, I'm not a fraud. I'm not. Okay. I'm not a phony. Right, mm-hmm. I could have I could have bailed at any point at this point, and and it would have been justified. I was hoping mm-hmm. that my son would grow up and play football, and then I could at least get out that way. Right, right. But he's not he's not going to the NFL. He's not going to now. He's, I don't does he have a team? He doesn't follow a team. Nah, right? he doesn't really. He doesn't. He was into it for a little while, and mm-hmm. then he said, "You know what? What do I need this heartache for?" And I, and I said, "You know what? Even at the age of twelve, you, you, that was smart. Because <laughs> sports, uh, being a sports fan, it's it's." It's work. It's 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 mostly pain. It's a full time job, and yeah, a lot of it's mostly pain. It's the 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 high moments are fleeting, and the um, and and few and far between. And the misery is extended. Right. I mean, think about. (laughs) I I consider Dolphin fans very much like Jet fans. Think about the Jet fans. Oh, I feel for them. I mean, think about they've they've waited. I mean, people have lived full lifetimes. I know. I know. It's rough. It's not good. I know. And listen. As a Nick fan, oh my God, same thing. We, we've all, we've all, absolutely we've only seen the championship four years after the Jets saw their championship, right? And and in the last twenty years, the Jets at least had the two runs to the championship game. That's right? Yeah, it's been a while for the Knicks. It's been a while for the Knicks. You know, we got the we got the 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 nineties, which were glorious. Great, um, yeah. They were glorious in one way, but mm-hmm. frustrating in the other mm-hmm. way. You got 99 when you really thought that was your best chance to, to, to get a championship, and then Ewing's hurt, and you end up facing, you know, the Spurs, you know. And then, of course, in 94, well, I don't even want to talk about 94. 94, oh, 94. So, uh, you know, it's it's been – and then you've had all these years of, like, <laughs> almost like low double-digit number wins. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Right, and all then of a sudden, 94 doesn't see – I'd take 94, right? I'd, I mean, I'd take 99. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take both. Getting to the playoffs, deep playoff runs at least. Yeah, and then you're thinking, you know, well, we got 
Carmelo's coming. Yeah, we mm-hmm. know Amari Stoudemire, but yeah. Chauncey Billups. You know, maybe they could do something. You know, maybe they could make a run and they get to the postseason. And then you know, you got Stoudemire hurts his of back. Yeah, Stoudemire hurts his back. Warm ups in Boston. Then he's punching the the fire hose and fire hose mm-hmm. window in Miami. And then he's then he can't play. It's just oh, it's just it's been a nightmare. <laughs> it's been a nightmare. It's rough. It's rough. So I'm going to say, Gordon, it's rough. It's yeah. been rough. Yeah, it's been rough. And now you get to add uh, the fact, Gordon, of, of, you know, you could lose money too. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, just when you thought it couldn't get any worse. Or you could benefit, right? I, I feel yes. like I've made money overall mm-hmm. on the ineptitude of my team, and at least I have that to keep me warm at night. Yes, yes. I'd, I'd be more than happy to lose the money for some happiness. There's no question. And you try. Yeah. I try, I try my damnedest, Larry. I can't give the money away. <laughs> it's woe, woe to the fan. Woe to the fan. See? Yeah, it's a very, you know what? You don't think it's that important of a decision. Mm-hmm. But when you pick that team, it is. that is a life decision. It's if true. you're a good person. If you're just a fraud, then you just pick another team. Yeah, you know, like, like my son, big time fraud. Oh, that's the worst. My son was a fraud. Uh, no but question. you know what? Ignorance is bliss. If you don't care that you're you're a fraud, then you know at least you experience some happiness. But it'll never be the same happiness no, no. if you stuck with the team and you saw it through. So yeah, I there's, hear. There's something. There. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear. There's something to be said for that. I don't know what it is, but there's. Something I don't know to be either. I wouldn't know it. from experience. I read about it in books, though. <laughs> Got that going for me. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. A lot of you want to talk about the Knicks. You're concerned. What do they need? What's going to happen? Well, we'll find out next on ninety eight seven ESPN.